0: your host, Alex Garrett.
1: Well, the hits just keep on coming here at Alex Garrett Podcasting literally every day. We're having a different voice with their different feel. We had Chris Anderson of the Pencil Leadership yesterday. And now we're going to hit it a little more local because I feel like I don't cover the borough of queens enough and i live there i lived there for about 20 plus years you know almost 20 years and i don't cover the borough enough but then this story which was given to me by actually when i'm not you know doing a podcast i'm producing engineering doing the video stream for the auto lab which you can hear on am 970 the answer and one of the catalysts behind the auto lab mike porcelli uh is with me right now hey mike Hello, Alex.
0: Thanks Uh, for having me.
1: Hey, thanks for joining us. Normally, you got me on the hot seat picking all the songs and everything. Now I got you on the hot seat, so this will be different. Doesn't feel that hot. (laughs) Well, let's talk a little bit. So you you handed me this uh, article that was in, uh, I believe, the Ridgewood Times in Queens about Gold Shield. Uh, What is Gold Shield about, and why should Queens care about it?
0: The Gold Shield is a campaign, a nationwide campaign, to put an end to veterans' suicides and, uh, in general, support any needs that veterans have that the government is not meeting.
1: And, you know, I think it's interesting because, um, unfortunately, Veterans Day and veterans only get mentioned on Veterans Day, but you're continuing the cause throughout the year, which is important. And we say every day is Veterans Day, or should
0: be, and every American should do everything we can to support our veterans. After all, they're they're the ones that keep this country safe, and uh, too many of them
1: pay too high a price. Well, you're a U.S. Army vet yourself, so did have you been impacted by this? Did you know friends in the you know in the brigade that lo- commit kill themselves at all? Or? I have I have no personal uh, experience with
0: uh, suicide directly. I had a cousin who committed suicide many mm. years ago, who was not was not a veteran. Um, but uh, too many veterans do commit suicide mostly caused by PTSD which sure. has never been properly treated never properly diagnosed or treated and uh, the government is just incapable of addressing these needs so the private sector needs to do it.
1: it and they and they do i mean there is this whole thing now why are we giving border hotels to people that are not even here legally yet the homeless of homeless veterans are on the streets right now we pass them every day
0: our government lets veterans die in the street while we put up illegal aliens in hotels. This, everybody has to see
1: what's wrong with that picture. Mike, let me ask you this: PTSD. I feel like it wasn't addressed after World War II, but you know, we won the war. But did people come back from that pretty banged up? That just wasn't talked about as much. Uh, uh, you're talking about after World War II. Yes. Yeah. I
0: have I have a theory on why PTSD wasn't really a big problem until recent wars. Uh, started becoming popular after Vietnam. Um, In World War II, most of the country served in the war, either in the military or in defense industries. So everybody, everybody basically in the country was contributing to the war effort. Either people were fighting overseas or they were contributing here. But everybody was involved in winning that war. And when the guys that came home from the battlefield they had a lot of buddies that came home with them, so they could all relate to each other. Mm. Now, veterans are less than one-half of 1% of the population, and I think only about 7% of veterans are actually in combat roles. So, very, very few combat veterans, and when they come home, they have nobody to relate to.
1: Mm. Well, not only that, you know, World War II, we actually brought our almost everyone that was around that survived home. Like, literally everybody that was on the battlefield did come home. We're not seeing that now. We're seeing waffling about Afghanistan. And so does the uncertainty that You're these talking soldiers-
0: about the, the long extended deployments. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: doesn't that affect someone's mindset if they're at the battlefield? That's,
0: that's another factor. Well, in World War II, most, most people, uh, if they got into the war early, they stayed the full mm-hmm. three or four years. Um, so most, most everybody that served, served for the full term of the war.
1: Do you think, you know, I'm just thinking about this because a lot of athletes actually did get involved in World War II. We're not seeing the athletes do that anymore, I guess, because the paycheck in the league is worth more than serving the country. Sometimes I feel that that's the case. But
0: Yeah, that's, that's another thing. But uh, ba- getting back to World War II, back then the whole country supported the veterans. Mm-hmm. Now the country doesn't. Since Vietnam, the country does not support veterans. Right. So that's another reason uh, – yeah. Another factor that leads to increased PTSD when people come home from war and they have no support, they had probably little support, you know, before they left, and when they come home, they're viewed as somehow inferior, and uh, they're really discriminated against by
1: a lot of people. So, do you think the lost generation, which is what Vietnam veterans are known as? has extended into this generation now like is that what's going on here i think what's gotten
0: worse is uh the public support has diminished since since vietnam
1: well yeah i think everybody's more anti-war and you know because i remember they did the ticker tape parades i remember watching footage of that for the world war ii world War one vietnam everybody was just like spitting on the troops as they came home
0: when i was in the service people were spitting at us and that didn't happen in world war ii
1: and the sad part is they don't even say thank you. Well, they, a lot of people still say thank you to the troops, but some of them also say, you know, like these guys are stupid for going to the war. It's like that's how you're going to treat the veterans that are keeping you safe right now. It just, yeah. I don't get that mindset, oh, well, mindset.
0: I guess in one sense, maybe we are dumb. We're dumb enough to risk
1: our lives to defend people who would spit at us. It's sad that people would think that's a dumb thing to want to save our country and serve our country. All right, so Nick at Gold Shield obviously saw a cause that maybe that wasn't tapped into. So what is the driving force for him to start Gold Shield?
0: When he he like like most Americans, Nick was unaware how many veterans commit suicide uh, daily, weekly, yearly. It's 22 a day is the official figure. Uh, we think it's much more than that, especially since the pandemic. Suicides in general among the general population are increasing. And so we feel that veteran suicides are even increasing at an even higher rate. Um, when Nick saw that, he was he was embarrassed. Like most people, when I point out to people mm. how many veterans commit suicide, they're embarrassed. Like how could how could this country let people who serve the country commit suicide? How can we let them be homeless? You know, uh, we should all be embarrassed. That about the way we treat some of our veterans. It's very
1: shocking to be very real with you. Well,
0: when Nick when when Nick realized what was going on, he uh, he decided to do something about it. He made it his mission to put together an organization that is dedicated to putting an end to veteran suicide. (laughs)
1: And I see it's extended beyond New York. It's actually New Jersey, Delaware. So It's
0: even beyond. It's Now it's nationwide. It started in these uh, local states,
1: but now we're going nationwide. And what is the goal? How do they get the word out about Gold Shield? How do people support? And, and what, what big events do you guys do to get the word out about this?
0: Right now the biggest event we're doing is uh, the Gold Shield is sponsoring our radio show, The Auto Lab. Um, we've in the past sponsored other shows, Joe Piscopo, others, mm-hmm. um, this this uh, organization was supposed to kick off a year ago before the pandemic. The pandemic put a stop on the rollout of Gold Shield, so now we're starting up again. First with the Auto Lab, uh, we're in dozens of newspapers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll hopefully be in thousands of newspapers soon. Other radio shows. Uh, the way the way we operate is we register members. Uh, two types of members: business members pay a small annual fee, it amounts to pennies a day, mm. to fund our national awareness campaign, our national advertising campaign, to raise awareness of veteran suicide. And then those members are encouraged to uh, contribute whatever they can afford, whatever they feel is appropriate. And they don't have to be veterans, correct? They're, no, this is, for, this is for the general public. We, we expect, we envision enlisting the support of every American as uh-huh. business members or ambassadors. Ambassadors join at no charge, and all we ask ambassadors to do is help us spend, uh, spread the message and support the Gold Shield business members by purchasing in their stores, doing business mm-hmm. with their companies. By by hanging up that Gold Shield on the
1: window, if I'm not mistaken.
0: If a, if a Bi- Gold Shield business member puts the Gold Shield emblem in his window or on his wall, uh, we a- encourage our ambassadors to support those businesses.
1: What are veterans telling you about the gold shield? What, what are the veterans talking to you about? Uh,
0: what do they say? It's about time. The government, every, every veteran realizes the government doesn't do enough. Uh, personally, I have, I have no need for government services, for veteran services, but I know lots of veterans who do. Some get good service. It depends, it depends on the local area. Some veteran agencies, some places, the VA hospitals are very good, give very good service, but in a lot of places, they don't.
1: Well, you know, I've got to ask this because um, I've had entrepreneurs on that have, that were in the battlefield, came home and started a business, but that's not always easy for a veteran to do, is it? To become an entrepreneur when they come back.
0: No, and there are programs that to help veterans, uh, you know, become business owners.
1: And then, and as the Gold Shield, has they have you guys d- dipped into that yet to provide opportunities to we, great businesses?
0: No, we have not. What we're doing right now is focusing on uh, registering. Uh, business members uh, from the general public, uh, any business owner is encouraged to go to our website, thegoldshield.us, mm-hmm. and register as a business member. the The registration fee, the annual membership, is only pennies a day. Wow! Less money than people spend on a cup of coffee. Uh, for that, I- for that price, you can help save a veteran's life. Our, our uh,
1: motto is saving veterans' lives. I want to get to a quote that you said in this Ridgewood Times article by Angelica Estevedo that you yourself never suffered that experience, but you knew that a lot of your brothers and sisters have. So you felt obligated um, knowing that maybe we didn't experience something like I didn't become an amputee, but I want to help people adapt to those things. I want to get, you know, those stories out there. I feel like we're connected to that, that we may not have experience, but now that we know we can do something with,
0: it. you know, it. guys worse off than
1: you right exactly so you want to help them so same thing you know and I feel that connection there so when you heard the first time about the veteran suicides were you shocked like did you did you think that was even possible or? I, I had heard that it was a thing
0: that veterans were committing suicide but I had no idea how many
1: and how much research did you have to do to get into this mindset of let me stop let's help stop this
0: Uh, I really didn't have to do any. Uh, When I met Nick, I first learned about the Gold Shield about two years ago. Then, like I said, he was just getting the organization rolling when the pandemic hit. So things were put on hold. And throughout the pandemic, I've learned more and more about it. Uh, We decided to work together. Uh, He decided he would fund our radio show and uh, decided to make me chief of staff because uh, I work cheap. Like, well, for
1: free. <laughs> let me ask you this. The pandemic has hit veterans probably in a very different way that kind of does trigger that PTSD, would you say?
0: I'm sorry. Well, to... Like,
1: the pandemic probably triggers some sort of
0: negative memory. Oh, the pan- these- yeah. Any any kind of stress. Uh, PTSD is triggered by stresses. There's all kinds of diff- different kinds of stresses, you know. Um, but the pandemic has, has uh, created stresses in everybody's life. Yeah. You know?
1: Yep. And so you think, actually, it would gain appreciation for what these guys have to deal with on the battlefield. But it feels like it still has it, right?
0: I think what you're saying is the general public now has experienced more stress than previous to the pandemic. Exactly. So now you can appreciate more of what veterans go through who have uh, gone through very, very stressful uh, combat experiences.
1: I want to talk about the pandemic and the wars. I, I kind of got offended. And I didn't even serve, but I got offended for those who did serve that they were measuring up the COVID deaths with war deaths. It's like, you can't really compare that, can you? It's like, well, we've lost more people than World War II. It's like, why are we even talking like this right now? It just was very offensive, I found. Uh,
0: it's People do strange things with statistics. You know, Most people that quote statistics do it for their own
1: purposes. And so- are you doing, like, a tour around Queens? Because this is one paper, but I know you're in many different Queens papers, so... Uh, our objective is to start with the local papers, get
0: into every local newspaper, and then branch out into uh, every local newspaper
1: nationwide. We're starting with Queens because that's where I live. Now, you're, uh, yes, you and me both. We're both Queens boys at this point. Um Mike Porcelli is with me. Uh, he's on the Auto Lab. He's really the catalyst for that show. He's on every Saturday morning, seven to nine a.m. with a whole bunch of great people on AM 97 The Answer. Um, but Mike, the uh, the Gold Shield, can car can people who own cars get involved too? Like, is there a, a decal that people can put on their cars?
0: Everybody can go to the US and register as an ambassador for free. And what we'll do is we'll we'll email you. We'll mail you. Uh, uh, decals, uh, information on how you on how you can help. Everybody in this country can be part of this program and help save a veteran's life. If everybody just goes to the website and find out what your what your job could be, how you can contribute. Everybody can contribute. We need everybody to go to the website, thegoldshield.us, and find out how you can contribute.
1: Well, when you're not representing Gold Shield, you're a mechanic. So let's talk about that. Veterans and automotive—is there a connection there? Do you find that some guys do go into mechanics, or you
0: know, I always people ask me about uh, why I'm a mechanic. Uh, I was born into the trade. I was born in the shop. I'm working on fixing vehicles since I'm five years old, and now I teach it at City University. Um, but people always, uh, since since the schools have destroyed trade education over the last fifty years, most people have no clue what what trade work is, you know mechanics, plumbers, electricians, carpenters nobody know and automotive, by the way, is the only trade where we have to know every other trade skills. We mm. do plumbing, we do electrical, we do carpentry, we do painting, we do everything that every other trade does so I've, that's why i have I'm partial to my trade, uh, but people always ask why why the trades are important or. Um, I use the example of uh, farmers. Okay. Every farm is a mechanic. Because if you're out on a farm in the middle of nowhere and the nearest civilization mm-hmm. is hundreds of miles away, when your tractor breaks down, you have to fix it yourself. Yep, you do. Yep. So every farm is a mechanic. When the milking machine breaks, they fix it themselves. Yep. So every farmer is a mechanic. Everybody who is, has to be self-sufficient. You know, if you're stranded on a desert island, you know, if your boat lands on a desert island and you're mm-hmm. stranded, you better be able to fix that boat. No, yeah,
1: definitely. So that, that's a good analogy. I didn't even think about farmers needing to be mechanics there, but that's right. Now, this is Women's March, and you've been doing a great job highlighting women in the industry. But let's talk about Gold Shield. Do you find that women soldiers are committing? Is there stats on that, female? I,
0: ha- I have no idea what the gender breakdown is on the suicide st- statistics. Um but they are they are growing women are a growing percentage mm-hmm. of the military i would i would guess that their numbers are proportional to their membership
1: Well, i know that rosie riveter was groundbreaking but as you say more and more want to serve the country now it's really gr- interesting and and cool to see actually
0: yeah i'm pleased to see a lot of women enlisting
1: it's 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 awesome actually actually
0: it's so. very it's it's not easy to enlist today
1: we have very high standards for entry into the military and uh I guess so. How do you like the military under this president? I don't want to. I don't even want to get political. I don't. I but. don't want to get political. Okay, because <laughs> I know it's been, been a bit of a change over there. But um, no, Mike, this has been great, and I want people to know more about Gold Shield. So, where can people call, or is it the website mainly?
0: The website is thegoldshield.us or thesimpletruth.us. We have two addresses; they both go to the same place. Go to thegoldshield.us. Learn how you can help save veterans' lives. Now and Nick, listen, listen to the auto lab, say, and you learn more about it every Saturday.
1: Is Nick a car guy? Is that why he wants to help out Nick, with this?
0: Nick is a car guy, and he's he's a trade guy too. He does a lot of trade work.
1: Do you think this country is afraid to roll up its sleeves, or is being told don't work that hard anymore? I feel like that's a mem- thing I'm I, feeling. I
0: think schools over the last fifty, sixty years have taught students to not be self-sufficient mm-hmm. when I use the example of farmers it's to show that they're su- they have to be self-sufficient mm-hmm. the schools have destroyed self def- self-sufficiency in this country as has technology no that that too yes uh, kids your generation all you all you use are your thumbs right
1: yeah yeah <laughs> well and it's true and it's just like it, it feels like it's eroded the ability to To work with our hands, pretty much, and I always think that's how this country was built by hand. You know, I
0: I always tell people, you think about the example of being on a desert island or stranded in the mountains somewhere. You know, could you could you survive if you had to rely on all your skills? Do you have Do you have the skills to survive? I don't know if I do. To be
1: very honest with you, not many people do today. (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't really. Best place
0: to learn those skills
1: is in the military. Or even in the trade school, no? I mean, that, that's a big part of it, too. Yes. Uh, and, of course, um, with rolling up the hands, I also just think there is also this uh, deterrence of enrolling even in the military, no? Like, there's not much. When I when I was in high school,
0: uh, we had military rec- recruiters come to the campus. They came and gave us the entrance exam for the military in, in the school. Today, schools will not allow military recruiters on the campus— When I was in the military, even when I was in college, I would go to high schools and uh, introduce students to the military. I went to college on a full ROTC scholarship. I went to high schools and encouraged other students to do the same thing.
1: And schools used to be very proud of their ROTC. Now it's become too politicized, and they want to get rid of it in, in some parts. of there.
0: After I graduated college, they kicked our ROTC program off campus. And where did you go again? I went to Pratt in Brooklyn.
1: Okay, nice Brooklyn. So, uh, and then you ended up in Queens from Brooklyn, I guess. Or, well, I was
0: born. I was born in Brooklyn. Worked in the shop in Queens. The shop's been in Queens for seventy-two years. My father started. Well, I was going
1: to say, so your dad and you were very close through the shop too, right? Like that's.
0: He started the business when I was six months old, and I started working when I was about five. And I've been literally fixing cars or trucks or something almost every day since then.
1: So along with them sponsoring the Gold Shield, and you're speaking as a chief of staff and also as a contributor and host on the Auto Lab. So I want to ask you How do you mesh both of them together, your love of cars, radio, and Gold Shield to make a difference?
0: we, we We say on the show that Nick came to us uh, to sponsor the Autolab because he's he's also a mechanic. He recognized that mechanics, we fix things. And the suicide epidemic is something that we needed to fix. So he figured uh, the best place to find people who could fix things would be to use mechanics.
1: Well, you know, you said epidemic. I'm glad you mentioned that word because every time there's a mass shooting, well, there's a gun epidemic or there's this epidemic but we're really not honing in on on this epidemic and you guys are but now it's time to get the word out there beyond just our little circle that that's why I wanted to
0: you, you mentioned you mentioned mass shootings think about the total number of people killed each year in mass shootings it's probably less than the number of veterans committing suicide every day
1: and that i mean you said what 22 an hour 22 a day 22, 22 a day Average. i mean yeah that's cuz unfortunately now they're even listing that as 10 uh, you know, just 10 people could be a master. So I get what you're saying with that. But how do we get into the national framework, people's the, mindset nationally?
0: The, 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 the handful of mass shootings that kill maybe a f- couple of dozen people every year, they get all the attention, all the news, but nobody talks about the veterans commi- committing suicide every day.
1: And they don't even really talk about veterans until they feel it's convenient. That's the other thing about this.
0: I can't remember the last time I saw a major news story on veterans' problems, or yeah, or even something good with the veterans. They don't even really do that. Only on Memorial Day and Veterans Day.
1: And that's why we got
0: to change that, right? We right. got to. We want to make every day Veterans Day.
1: It's like with the ADA, and I don't identify as disabled. It's just what it is, but American Disabilities Act, right? I feel like that only gets trotted out in the month of July when it's ADA. No, we got to make sure accessibility is there year-round. We got to make sure veterans are taking care of year-round. It's not just a wheel them out one, one day out of the year, and that's what I feel happens a lot of the time. I noticed there's a picture of this ceremony in, in What What is this picture from? Uh,
0: I'm not sure exactly which one that was, but I belong to the Vietnam Veterans of America, uh, Chapter 32 in Queens, and every year we do several uh, memorial events uh, around pow mia day there's uh, around memorial day and veterans day uh, there are events at um, uh, local monuments usually or cemeteries sure
1: yeah and they used to have they didn't have the parades last year because of the pandemic but all those parades every year on veterans day and yeah. like uh, i used to go to Little like douglaston parade
0: on memorial day that was always. i marched great. in that one one year i usually on memorial day i usually march in three or four parades
1: that's awesome. Well, you're always around. I see you not just in the studio, but everywhere in the city. So you're always out there. So I'm not surprised that you would be there. And Mike, uh, one thing about the Vietnam, uh, I'm trying to get my thought process here. But for you, I feel like you got a lot of heart in this. So is this something that wakes you up in the morning? Now is this an inspiration for you every day? Uh,
0: I suppose it is. You know, I I don't think about it really. I just I see a just. It's like fixing a car. I see a job that needs to be done. I do it. I don't really think about why I'm doing it.
1: Mm. Well, I know why you're doing it, and our audience knows why you're doing it, and now I want more people to know why you're doing it. So come back as there's more updates to all of this. and um, Get every one of your listeners
0: to go to our website and sign up, The And how US. much is it just to sign up? A- Ambassadors register for free. Uh, business members... It's pennies a day to join. Wow. And it's a worthy cause, so I would definitely... There, There is no better cause in this country. I mean, if we don't ca- take care of the people who risk their lives to defend us and come back in pieces, in many cases,
1: uh, you know, wh- why... Do you think that's a reason why maybe there's... You know, we haven't had a war. Um, it's been a very peaceful time, actually. We didn't go to war this time under Trump like people thought we would. That was overblown. But... Do you think when people know, like, how badly veterans are getting treated here, that's actually a deterrent from actually serving? Like, well, I'm going to come back to this. Why would I even do it?
0: Uh, It might be for some people. Uh, But uh, I don't think most people that enlist, I think, enlist for mostly patriotic reasons. Some enlist for the training opportunities, the educational opportunities, which are tremendous today. Uh, Any any young person who wants to go to college, get an education, and can't afford it. Mm. The military is probably the best the best method to get a college education paid for.
1: I've got to tell you a quick story about uh, being a Vietnam vet on the streets of New York. They're walking around a lot sometimes. I, I I ran into one. I said, thank you for their service. And they said, no, don't thank me because that was not a war. I want to be part of it. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of shame on the Vietnam veterans' brains being part of that. Am I wrong? Or- that uh, they're victims of brainwashing by the media. So you think they've just brought into some of that?
0: Yeah, yeah. The media, the media really turned this country from a patriotic country uh, after World War II in Korea. We were very patriotic, and the media during Vietnam turned us into a non-patriotic country.
1: Why is there an obsession with 1968? You know, CNN did this whole series on 68 with the Vietnam War and the riots and everything why is there an obsession to compare now to then uh
0: probably the political climate in 68 68 was the uh the democratic convention with the riots uh so i think the riots that we saw over the summer are a direct result of those riots 50 years ago i mean there are, it seems like that never went away though right
1: i mean every no, year or something no they was, they
0: went underground in fact the the whole movement, the whole protest movement, the whole anti-American movement was uh, originated by the weather underground. And after, after the war in Vietnam ended, they had nothing to protest. So they went underground, and every time they find something that they can uh, say this country is doing wrong, they come out again and cause riots.
1: Have you found uh, a car guy? Have you found car guys that... Um you know that we're veterans, even that are like willing to support this. Have you found that? Yeah, this guy's a car. He's a veteran and a car guy as well. Uh,
0: most car guys are patriotic. Most car guys are mechanics to some, le- to some level. You know, some are do-it-yourselfers. S- some are do-it-yourselfers. Some are professionals. Um, but most of us, most of us who understand understand cars, understand the trades. Mm-hmm. most of us most of us who are self sufficient we know what it takes to keep this country self sufficient and uh, so we we support each other
1: i guess my burning question is though could we see gold shield sort of be on the nascar circuit cuz i mean i feel like that would be a perfect fit well for that. that's uh, that's where we want to be we want to be on
0: every nascar team we want to be on every bus every train every truck
1: it just takes a uh, little by little. Although you guys are go- going in strides now, I mean you're out and about, so that's we're good. on the move. I like that. I like to hear that. Uh, one last question, because I-, I feel that in the '60s and even now, we're seeing again. Have you ever had to rescue someone from burning? You know, have you ever had to? Have you ever had to rescue an American flag from being burned? Because I feel like that is one of the biggest things that I see that have not changed
0: have I ever rescued a flag from being burned um, or disrespected it anyway um i have tried to educate some protesters in certain instances yeah i've uh, i did i rescued a flag from being uh graffitied and uh when the perpetrators asked what i was doing i said i was teaching them respect
1: and did they change at all they
0: they didn't come back
1: <laughs> well it's like the anti um well, the pro-abortion protesters in Times Square, we had that hope for life uh, thing with focus on the family last year or two years ago. Protesters stopped the media. They heard the heartbeat, you know, like it was endgame. So sometimes it just needs a little education to get people back in common sense, I guess.
0: And, uh, I have a bit of advice for anybody who wants to burn a flag or thinks burning a flag is a good way to protest. That flag is what everybody who enlisted is willing to die for. And that flag is what covers the coffins of the people who come home in a a box.
1: That is such a powerful thing. I just want to end the conversation there. That is so powerful. And you are the chief of staff at Gold Shield. I know you you, you work in that title with pride. And so thanks for coming on to talk about it today. Thank
0: you. Help us spread the message.
1: Absolutely. I'm Alex Garrett, where we're always adapting.